This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I'm having a conversation with the personality, internet influencer personality. What do you go by? Uh, Jen Foxy now. Right. But what is your title? Do you comfortable with influencer or do you feel more like streamer specific? Influencer's fine. Okay. And you're you're so nervous. You were just telling me about how you were being kept up late last night. Let's talk about that so we can just get it out in the open. Oh my god. <laughs> um I just was preparing because I was scared I was gonna like I don't know, fumble over my words or say the wrong thing. Or, really? Yeah. I feel like as a streamer, this is a talent that you just kind of like naturally have. Like if you could sit there for seven, eight hours and just talk. No, because my stream wasn't a lot of talking. Like When I was famous on Twitch, I didn't talk a lot, oddly. It was like the more I shut up, the more viewers I got. Really? Yeah. That's how you felt? Yeah. That's harsh. <laughs> I wish I could get away with that. I, I mean I gotta yeah. talk if I don't talk they're leaving that's like the inverse of how it is for most people I think yeah Damn. yeah that's intense that, yeah <laughs> um okay so can we go back to the beginning yeah yeah so where are you from exactly California okay out here yeah what about you uh New Hampshire oh wow right basically middle of nowhere but uh so you what was your childhood like um oh gosh we're really going there are we <laughs> yeah I mean, we gotta talk about the early days oh, right oh gosh i mean i was a normal kid then i was like emo when i was 13 i was like really emo you look like you would make a great emo kid no offense <laughs> just like i'm picturing like a myspace kid on there back in the day like a little girl with pink hair spiked up or something yeah yeah i had I had the hair and everything, and um, I grew. I it was a phase, I guess. I grew out of it. My mom was really angry about it for a long time, and then um, I don't know. Had a normal high school life. I went to college, art school for graphic design, um, and all in California. Yeah. And you were basically just like a normal kid, or what? You you were just interested in graphic design. I liked art. I didn't even necessarily like graphic design, but they're like, you need to get a degree because I'm like half Asian and the Asian parent was like degree. You had that kind of parenting thing yeah, going on? Yeah, get straight A's. Like I was raised very Asian, even though most people are like, you're white. <laughs> right. You, but you had the Asian influence. What, what, what racial breakdown are your parents? 
Um, I'm half Asian, half white. My mom's Asian, but I was raised by my mom. Okay. So your dad wasn't around? I mean, he was, but they lived separately. Okay. So I saw him like weekends and stuff. Interesting. And so she was super hard on you in, in regards to just wanting you to do good in school and everything? Yeah. Okay. And when you act, were you actually sincerely interested in that, or did you just feel like you had to do that to... Uh, me and my mom didn't have the best relationship, so I personally was just like, great, I can go to college, she wants me to go to college, and I can escape home. Mm. So, so how'd you change once you went to college? Like, what do you mean by change? Did you start, like, how'd you take advantage of your freedom? Um, I don't know, I was just a normal adult. I was very goody two-shoes, I guess. <laughs> Was that like from your mom or you were just kind of nervous about the world around you? I don't I probably was from how I was raised. It's just like, you know, you're raised to like, you have to be perfect. You have to be like a certain way. And I don't know. My mom like made me be in like pageants and weird stuff. Like I really? did. Yeah, I did not like that. I hated that. Um, she wanted to be like a stage mom or something weird. I don't know. How long did you actually do the the pageants for, though? Uh, I don't know. When I was like 18, 19, like around that t time. Right. But you got over it quickly? Well, yeah, because I went to college. There's no time. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could have kept going to college, right? You weren't that passionate about it? Oh, I finished college. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I meant the, the pageants. Oh, no, I was not passionate oh, about okay. that. No. Did you uh, attract a lot of attention from dudes? Was that always a thing? No. Really? Never. Interesting. Never. That's a bold <laughs> statement. I know a lot of women, and most of them have dudes kind of vying for their attention at some point. You really didn't get that sort of attention? No, not throughout high school and stuff. Not really. And then, I don't know. I think that's why I was emo. I was just like, maybe I'll just find me an emo dude because he's sad and I'm sad and we can like be sad together. I you were sad? I, well, yeah. You're alone in the world and you're young. You don't know what the heck's going on. Right. <laughs> but I mean, you could be getting laid and still be sad. But I guess not getting laid could be a source of sadness. <laughs> for sure it was for me when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like pretty bummed on like not having that much attention from girls. Yeah, I definitely when I was... Younger, I was kind of boy obsessed to be age. <laughs> like who? Like you're reading Teen Bop, looking at no. all these little heartthrobs, or was it like boys in school? Boys in school or whatever, and they just like never noticed me. <laughs> really yeah. interesting. So even in college, same thing. You haven't really like discovered your sexy I, side. I had gotten a boyfriend in college. That happened, uh -huh. um, but. Uh, I was never like a sexy goddess in college, I guess. That not I wasn't like the girl that people were like, "Oh, wow, she's hot" or whatever. Like I've never been perceived that way publicly, which is interesting cuz like now my persona now is like yeah. the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the whole basis of your character that you play online, right? Yeah. Is that you're this sexual symbol of some sort? <laughs> but okay so what was your relationship with social media throughout all this time are you on there not really no not during college i wasn't on social media at all i was just like focused on school and then um i'll tell you like how i got to where i am now, yeah i guess so college graduated graphic design 
Um, I got my like first real job at like a real company and I realized I hated it. <laughs> really hated it. What'd you hate about it? I don't know. I had to commute to work for like an hour <laughs> in traffic. And then uh, they had me doing like weird menial tasks. Like they didn't even have me designing stuff. They were just like, can you like people on Instagram all day, like a bot for us? And I was like, wow. for Businesses hours. do that? That's cool. I yeah. guess I have some people who work for me that should be doing that. They had me doing like social media stuff because that's like relevant in this day and age and i was like i should be doing social media for myself why am i doing this for a company? so many girls have had this exact experience <laughs> my girl same thing she worked at like a social media startup and then one day she's like fuck this i'm gonna start posting booty photos <laughs> and then um i i just realized i wasn't passionate i didn't like my job i was super depressed and i wanted to Anyhow, and then you wanted to what? <laughs> I just felt like if this was my life and this is what it was going to be for the next like 60 years, you were I thinking you'd rather own a live yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that though for sure. Uh, or for me though, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just off myself, I would become <laughs> like a drug trafficker <laughs> and either be like, all right, I'm gonna make a hundred million dollars selling weed, or I'm gonna, and then you probably just spend the rest of your life trying to make a hundred million dollars realistically. Yeah, I just felt like I wasn't following my life's purpose and stuff. I don't know. It just didn't feel like it aligned with my soul at right. the time. So then um, I met somebody at the office, and he was a musician, and we started jamming together because I liked jamming with friends during college, and I liked singing and stuff. So we started a band, and I was like, wow, this is really good. We're really good. Mm. And I was like... I was like, this is what I want to do. <laughs> I know that sounds like crazy. Like, who, start, who starts a band is like, I'm going to do that. Fuck this design job <laughs> yeah. that I went to college for all these years for. Yeah. So, what uh, kind of music? Um, like indie music. Okay. Like indie fox. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's where that came that's from. That's where the kinda? name came okay. from. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And so, how hard do you go with the band or how long did that last? Um, it probably lasted like. Half year, what happened was well, we formed it, and I was like, well, if you want to make it in music, you have to have fans. If nobody knows who the heck you are, you're not going to, like, make it. So you have to grow social media. Yeah. So I got into Periscope, and we started live streaming our, like, sessions on Periscope. And then, obviously, from there, I, like, ended up on Twitch, which is, like, a whole other story. But, like, pretty much live streaming to live streaming because the goal was I want to pursue music and like make a living off of being a musician is mm -hmm. what I was thinking at the time. So were you, how was Periscope going at first or did it, did it only blow up once you went to Twitch? Periscope was doing pretty good. I mean, this is back in the day. I had probably a concurrent of anywhere between like 50 to a hundred viewers watching our jam sessions. And I, I mean, Periscope was small. Right. It's not like TikTok is where it's like so easy to get viewers on live comparably. Right. But I don't know. It was awesome back then. I was like, I see it. There's potential here. So I just went forward with it. And um, then I did the Twitch thing. My mom thought I was crazy. And I was doing music on Twitch um, for like three-ish years. I was pretty decently successful. I think I had like... 300 400 concurrent during music stuff which right. is awesome and i made 
a living, a good living. A good, solid living? Yeah. Nothing crazy? Nothing. It wasn't, I wasn't a millionaire. It was just a normal living, but I was doing what I would rather do with my life versus like right. what, I don't know, my college degree said I should do with my life. And interesting about graphic design is I talked to some of my classmates and they're saying our job is now obsolete because of like apps like Canva and all these things that they don't really, they're like, you They'd rather just hire like a 20 year old that uses apps on their phone to design stuff. <laughs> I mean, if you are a graphic designer, that shit is an ex existential threat for sure. In the same way that if you're like a great photographer, that the iPhone is an existential threat to your business where it's like, like a lot of newspapers have just fired all the photographers and yeah. they just expect the reporters to take an iPhone photo and they just use that and it works good enough for them. You know, it's like the same thing. Like a lot of jobs just become obsolete real quick. Yeah. But yeah. if you're a graphic designer, I feel like you need to bring unique value to the table. Like, I know graphic designers who make amazing shit that you would not be able to make in Canva. The reality is, is that if you want to open, open a little cafe, do you need to hire, like, a fucking $10,000 graphic design firm to, like, make your menus or some shit? Like, probably not. No. Okay. But, okay, so you you're streaming the music stuff are you starting to realize at a certain point oh these people just want to see me naked um is there no. a little bit of that going on there in your is head? a little bit of that okay there is a little bit of that because obviously people are like you're reading coming, some comments like, it's like oh she have only fans or that probably wasn't part of the conversation it really yet. actually back then really wasn't but like i on purpose would like cover up and like wear t-shirts every day when i did my music streams because i didn't want to get comments like that at right. the time i was like trying to do legit stuff and be respected and <laughs> i don't know i i just had a different mentality to it and then I well, think... if you want to be taken serious as like a real artist yeah. now a lot of the tiktok stuff i think people look at it and they're just like whatever that's what music is now but especially a few years ago there was just such a stigma about putting yourself out in a corny way especially if you want to in the indie rock world where it's all about building this mystique of being cool and hip and mysterious <laughs> if you're on like live all the time just blowing yourself out just talking to the camera i could definitely see how that would be potentially not great for your career yeah no it's not the demographic i guess but bro when I, i've been looking at youtube shorts it keeps making me watch youtube shorts of this chick She's in a band with another girl. She wears a bikini. She's kind of cute. And she's just playing guitar. And she's just playing like, you know, 15 seconds of like a Metallica song. And and it's got like 50 million views. Just wow. Just because she's cute. And she's got a talent. I'm like, this is like a fucking, like a, a beauty contest type thing. Because you know how they always would have a talent? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, maybe my girl should just learn to play the flute. <laughs> Cause it kind of, yeah, and it kind of looks yeah. like a dick, right? Too. So maybe that would be. I don't know. I would have not ever thought of that, but now that you mentioned it, I might yeah. buy her flute lessons. Never yeah. mind. I'm just gonna say some pervert stuff. <laughs> you can. It's totally fine. I'm sure our audience isn't gonna turn this off because of that. Never mind. I'm good. <laughs> All right. So you're doing the Twitch thing. When when does shit start to change? Um. When did it start changing? I think I just changed when the site sites started changing. I kind of like noticed there was a underlying trend of stuff going on. And Girls showing some skin while streaming. 
Yeah, I mean, there was always some girls who showed skin, but I think it became more rampant, I guess, yeah, as yeah. the later years. So there was always like one girl for many years, maybe, but nobody else did. But then it was like every girl was like half naked. It's amazing how <laughs> it's amazing it took that long. Because it's like, I remember in the old days of YouTube reply videos that there would be reply girls and it would be some random fucking girl with big boobs and she would just be wearing a bra talking to the camera and she would reply to every video and get a million views. What? And, and this was like 2010. This was like so fucking long ago. That The reply girls, you don't know about them? No. I mean, that was like the original booby streamers. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it just makes sense. Like, I notice I get way more TikTok views when I take my shirt off. Really? Yeah, because I've had mad tattoos and shit. I need to take my shirt off on TikTok. Well, I mean, to the extent that you can. Like, your shirt right now would probably do very well on TikTok, right? Yeah, maybe. I would I assume, so. yeah, probably, like, if it doesn't get you banned. Probably not. Okay. But, yeah, so when you, how, so you start streaming what? Like, just with a bikini on or some shit? It this... didn't start that way, actually. I was just kind of seeing what everybody else was doing. There was people just, like, started off as, as I saw people doing bed streams. Right. So I would just, like, literally chill out in bed and be like, hey, what's up? Right. <laughs> this is my stream. That's, that's why I kind of see as part of your genius is that even if you're just doing a video talking and giving, like, a regular message, you'll be, like, laid out fully, like, looking sexy as fuck the whole time you're talking. You just kind of figured that out. Like, I could talk about whatever, or I can, like, make my content whatever. I just need to look as good as possible doing it. Yeah. I mean, it It was definitely, I had seen people doing it, so I did it. And it was, like, the first day I did it, I went from 300 viewers to 2,000 viewers. It was, like, that. And right. I was, like, wait, I just needed to horizontal myself. It fills the frame better. And apparently I have 2,000 viewers for no reason. And then people were, like, writing on their bodies and stuff or whatever, like, subscriber names to to make monies, right? So I was like, all right. Literally, by the end of the night, my whole body would be covered in names. Right. It was crazy. Is that kind of <laughs> dehumanizing or do you not mind? did you not mind it? You know, <laughs> I don't is, think I would do that. It, I think it is dehumanizing, but... At the time, I had goals where I was like, okay, so I realized the site was changing into a more um, sexy site, I guess. I don't know. It's just more sexual right. in general. And I noticed that, and I realized, you know, I still have my musical, what I want to do, my dreams, you know, personal aspirations. And I was like, well, maybe you can funnel this into your personal aspirations and, like, make it work right essentially and i it definitely was working actually so i would do these sexy streams and then i'd switch to music streams and it eventually got to the point where i had like seven thousand people watching me play music on twitch uh -huh. like it worked right like, i was like i'm a genius this is yes it was dehumanizing but it was all worth it is what i was thinking but then is that fan base really like listening to your music and streaming your shit or buying it or did you feel like it was really translating to success in the music realm i think i was too scared to release anything because i was so focused on the grind because i was like you know if you build it they'll come right and i think when you stream so long 
people who like watch your stream, they just become super fans. It's just, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a parasocial relationship. I don't know, but I know it would translate into people who love my music or love what I do because I'm so passionate about it. Mm. So as you're going from like 500 viewers to 7,000 viewers, is your money situation changing dramatically? Yeah. Um, like in a few months, I became like a millionaire off twitch yes wow well it wasn't just twitch it was uh only fans too right. so i had only fans i would say most of the money goes to only fans right, not yeah. twitch because <laughs> it's tough to make a million bucks getting three dollars at a time from subs or whatever right yeah i know <laughs> yeah i mean there are people making a million bucks a month I mean, off that but it's pretty much like the most successful people i i was definitely raking in the twitch subs though with the the writing every every day like i mean it was it's a lot. It's good money on Twitch, but it just doesn't even compare to what you're making on OnlyFans. Because it's just promotion for the OnlyFans, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a funnel. <laughs> but what what were you posting on OnlyFans at the time? You weren't even showing nipples or anything, right? Mm mm. Just hot bikini girl stuff at the time. Right. <laughs> so I I was like, I'm a millionaire, and it's bikini photos. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like a winner. How was your mental health at the time though? Like did it did it take a toll on you having to be on stream so much? And oh like... my god, yeah. Mm. I think well, I had a goal. I also had like management and people like pushing me. So they were like just like even the people around me were like, just do another stream, just stream longer, just try your best. Like it's all gonna pay off. So people also around me were like motivating me and being like, come on, just work harder. It's fine. You'll it'll pay off. So I think having that support system around me helped out because I don't think I would have mentally been able to like do twelve hour days, seven days. Like I didn't take weekends. It was twelve mm. hours, seven days a, a week. Wow. Like that's honestly what it takes to be successful but also like you gotta think also the money we make on OnlyFans and all that stuff it translates so it's not like you're just killing yourself for no reason like I was like I'm gonna be able to retire in one year I'm gonna be able to save up enough money and never do this again but was that actually the goal like or were you enjoying yourself enough because for me I would never want to stream 12 hours a day I would stream six <laughs> hours a day and then be able to actually like enjoy my life but 12 hours, yeah, it's going to make you more successful in the short run, but you're going to implode. Like, you're just not going to be able to live, like, a healthy life at some point, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was definitely tough. It wasn't healthy, but I think I was just, like, I knew I needed to do it because so many other people are willing to even work more than that. Mm. There are more people streaming 15 hours, seven days a week. They don't care. So, like, if you want to be at that level on Twitch, like, I actually think Twitch is the most unhealthy platform for creators, in my right. opinion, because they want streamers to be on all day and they incentivize you to essentially work yourself like a slave. Yeah. Which is not healthy. I think they should have a limit that streamers should not be able to stream more than 12 hours. Like, your stream should stop, and they should let people have breaks. That's honestly not the worst idea I ever heard, although they would never do that because it would disincentivize people from being on there even more. But, okay, so Maybe. when did you start getting banned? Um, It was, so we were doing the bed streams, I was talking about that. Um, after like two months of doing the bed streams, I think I did my first like hot tub stream 
And in the hot tubs, uh, my first ban was I would spin for subs, um, which is like, I'm like sitting in the hot tub. And then anytime I got a sub, I'd be like, I'd get up and be like, woo. Right. That's not allowed? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> and I I didn't know that. So. Did you invent the hot tub meta or was there other people doing it before you? There was other people doing the hot tub being before me, but I think I was the first girl who got like tens of thousands of viewers like to like the extent that I did. Right. Like I was the first girl to break like 10,000 viewers in a hot tub and at the time that was like a really big deal and then it was like 20,000 viewers and they were like is this summit 1G like of hot tubs <laughs> like what's <laughs> happening right now? Right. <laughs> so yeah, that must have been weird to see so many other people just fall in line with it. And everybody's just buying hot tubs. And the hot tub companies are like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's probably. Twitch girls. And I guess the interesting thing about that first band, the spinning for subs, because I, I was like, I thought that was fine. Because you see a lot of girls, they have like, I'll write on a whiteboard for a sub or whatever. And the whiteboard's like way back there. And they're like, yeah. I'm writing your name. I'm writing it. And, Smart. And like, I, I talked to... My, my Twitch partner manager at the time, and he's like, well, spinning for subs is you intentionally showing your ass for money. And I was like, is it, though? That's how you perceive it. It's spinning. But he's like, you're selling something in relation to your body. And I was like, well, then isn't squatting? Squatting for subs is also perfectly allowed on the site. Mm. And, I, and he's like, well, that's a workout. Yeah, that's an exercise. That's how you could frame it. And yeah. I was like. Spinning is a workout, right? I guess so. <laughs> that makes you dizzy. <laughs> I'm working on my orientation. But I was just like, all right, I, I guess. I, I was just basing it off what I saw, seen other people do on the site, and I just didn't think it was a big deal to mm. spin around. I really didn't. Right. So that was the first ban. Um, I have a list of the bands because I, I don't remember. <laughs> right. But then one of them, because were you the first girl who was streaming with your ass fully like in the camera the whole time, like laying backwards on the bed? No. Oh, but then you at one point started to embrace that pretty heavily as well, right? That was only like for one day. Are you talking about like the ASMR stuff? Yeah, because you got banned for, for like licking the microphone with oh, your ass oh, in the camera, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that. I kind of want to go over all my bands, actually. Okay, yeah, I think all right. They're kind of, What's I... number two? Number two, um, oh, hold up, hold up. <laughs> uh, so after the spinning for subs, number two band was. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, I don't even know how to word this. Like, um, so I was writing names on my body, but they were saying that I was like 
the sub names on my bio, they were saying that I was selling um, subs to write their names on my boobs. Though. So they were like, you were writing on your boobs and selling your boobs, essentially. On so that's not allowed. Of course that's not allowed. Interesting. But, so you have to avoid the boobs. The but, whole concept of boobs is so fucking stupid. I mean, I, but the interesting thing is I didn't even think that I had broken this rule. Like, I, I sent you guys the clips. Maybe they'll add it later. I'm and not And those sure. are natural or you got those at some point along the way? These are natural. I just have a push-up. Oh, okay. So, yeah. It's Congrats. Less push-up-y. <laughs> uh, thank you. And then, um, what was it? The, the whole writing on the boobs things was interesting because, uh, I don't want to take my notes, but like, so I was already writing my whole body. My whole body was covered and I was like, okay, well maybe for the top donors, I'll put like them on my clavicles. So it's like front and center or whatever. But if you write on yourself, if you're actually writing, like you would, it's pretty hard to like see where, like yeah. there's no way I'm going to be able to see where I'm writing. So I wrote like here. The, it wasn't actually on my boobs, okay. but like people on LSF like posted them where like this girl is selling her boobs for money, and like I think people were like in like I don't know. Well, people were getting mad because Twitch was kind of being taken over by these hot tub girls, right? I think so. Yeah, well, they're looking for any way to. Yeah, get yeah. At them. And then like I felt like Twitch like indulged that by banning me, but even though it wasn't true, and I, I was like, look. Girls be getting hella clavicle tats like it's a whole style thing. Lana Del Rey has them. She's like my idol. Like, I don't know. I just got like inspiration. Like, I'm not even like, I wasn't even thinking about it as like writing on my boobs. But I had seen girls actually write like down in their titties on Twitch and they weren't banned. But like, I'm not saying that they should be. I'm just saying like. What's that like in the shower having to wash all that ink off every day? Oh, I just use makeup wipes. Oh, so it wasn't that big a deal? I mean. It took me like 30 minutes to wipe myself down. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. No, I, I would take I, a shower. Oh, and the shower, but the oh. it wouldn't come off. Oh, it doesn't come off the whole way in the shower. Yeah. Damn. Got to suffer you for like, your art, huh? Scr I would be like rubbed raw after <laughs> with the makeup. And I had like industrial packs from Costco of makeup wipes. Wow. What was the most you ever made in a month? No comment. Between OnlyFans and Twitch. No, we can't talk. A it's, million a month? It's a lot. I'll just say it's a lot. Multiple millions a month? Uh, it's a lot. I don't want to. It's a, you're touchy, you know? Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't blame you. But, uh, okay, so what, wait, do, should we keep going with the bands? Yeah, 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 because I think they're really interesting and tell a story. So second one. Writing on boobs for money. Why would I write on my boobs for money if I just got banned for apparently selling my ass? Right. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Next. Um, my third ban, which was uh, my offline banner on my channel. I had this offline banner on my channel for a year. Uh -huh. I, I sent you guys the link to that as well. And um, it's pretty much me and my, like, I have a lacy bikini or whatever, and I'm like, Flipping my hair like super artistically. Yes, my booty's in it, but I've had this for a year. Nobody seemed to have a problem with it. I'm not thinking anything of it, but um, pretty much I just get banned randomly for this. And I'm like, I've had this for a year. And apparently they were like, well, there wasn't a hot tub behind you. <laughs> Which, the uh, hot tub next to the photo would yeah. be okay. 
Yeah, so the photo was fine had there been water or a hot tub in the photo. Right. What's weird about this to me is just the fact that Twitch is allegedly such a social justice warrior-ass place to work that it's like all these crazy pink-haired liberal chicks or whatever. You would think that they would be like pro-sex worker or pro-women showing their bodies, but maybe not. Maybe there's also like an incel contingent at Twitch that is concerned with stamping out women being naked on the site? I think so, but I, I also, we'll get into it. I, <laughs> I've read articles that they do have like a sexist problem, but I'm not sure. Interesting. Okay. Just public articles of news. Um, <laughs> and then my fourth ban um, was on my, I had like a tip menu, like five subs equals like your name on my arm and like 10 subs is like your name on my forehead or something stupid. Right. <laughs> and then um, like on on there, it said like uh, like I think it was like 100 subs equals VIP, mm. which was like five hundred dollars. Right. And I didn't think anything of it. I was just like. Yeah, why not? It, nobody ever donates $500 on Twitch. It's not very common. I mean, it happens, but it's not a common occurrence to get $500. Yeah. So if you donate $500 to me, you are a fucking VIP. Welcome. You yeah, know? yeah, that's crazy. And apparently, I didn't know this, that um, in the TOS, it says um, you can't sell um, Twitch features. And I didn't really, I wouldn't even understand that had I read it anyhow. Features as in what? Uh, they their example was moderator. Oh, you can't sell mod status. Yeah, they were like you it just says you can't sell mod status. Interesting. But apparently VIP is lumped in that. It didn't say VIP verbatim at all, but you're supposed to know that. You're supposed to be able to interpret that from the lawyer jargon of the TOS, right. which I didn't know. And at this point, I'm on my fourth ban. And Twitter and everybody is like up in hands. They're like, this girl, she's just a rule breaker. She should be perma banned. How come she? All these bands were like three day bands too, right. by the way. So the first one was three day, second one three day. They're all three days. So I'm like, because they start comparing you to other people who have been banned and then got perma banned right away, right? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it was my offline banner, but they, I think, because they see that I'm a sexy girl, they're like. It's because she's clearly doing something wrong and they don't know what it is, but they they just like to insinuate that because, you know, there's a lot of people who hate sexy girls on right. the internet. So I was getting like a lot of backlash and then people were saying I was like getting banned on purpose for clout. I was like, why would I want to get banned on purpose this is like my livelihood like i don't i don't need any more clout i already had tons of viewers and was getting banned good for your channel in any way like would it cause a spike when it would get covered on drama alert or some shit no i mean i was already freaking hype right it didn't hype it more i mean maybe it did but like i didn't see that i wasn't like i came back on my third day of being banned and being like wow an extra five thousand viewers no it wasn't it was the same right <laughs> so i don't know i don't really think it really benefited um that's just my opinion on it and uh, i don't know i next so we had four we went through four bands um then was the ASMR yoga licking fest, right. which was like the iconic. Everybody's seen it, knows about it. This one, I agree, was very 
very much deserved. And like, I want to talk about this because I don't think anybody like knows my perspective on it at all. And because you and Amaranth were kind of in like an arms race at the time to do the thoughtiest shit, the most up to the line shit on the platform. Would you say that's fair? Like ass sure. in the camera, wearing a horse mask, licking the mic, all this <laughs> shit is just like, how weird can we get to entertain these dudes without breaking the terms of service? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I would say so. That's definitely something that happened. But I feel like I was basing it off of like what other people were able to do like I was already like scared honestly and I was just like well I guess that's happening now and if I don't do this meta I'm gonna become irrelevant because mm. that's how social media is you have to in a sense I mean unless you just are like no I'm just want to go into the darkness of the media right but like I was like come on I have to and everybody was like go I can't say the name Jen Fox. <laughs> and, and like. Uh, You're really scared to say your old name because somebody had it trademarked? Uh, yes. It's that real. That's real. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We can get to that at some point, though. Oh, I, I'd prefer not. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, what else? Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, the the competition, I guess, whatever you're calling it. But um, I just felt like I felt like pressured. Like I felt like everybody wanted me to join in on the meta. Obviously, everybody was like and everybody was watching it. Everybody wanted to watch it. Everybody was excited. It actually, in a sense, even though I personally hated the meta. You hated what about it? Like oh, having it be God. that sexual or what? Everything about it was awful. It was like slave labor <laughs> to me i was just like how even me while doing it i was like save me twitch really <laughs> save me please why isn't this bad how and i was like i was almost like proving a point because i was like i was kind of on the other side of this before where i was like twitch is just letting everything like go they don't even care like it got super sexual. I saw that. I had spoken on that at, publicly about it. And then um, then going and being like, yep, see, I'm telling you, they don't even care. Look at Like, literally, we were, like you said, like, ass up. Like, <laughs> licking my... <mic. laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like... Yeah, no. I've seen it, yeah. It's, it was wild. And I was, I, and I'd see girls being like, okay, we're going to spread our legs, like licking microphones. I'm like, we have to do this. Please save me, Twitch. And so you're doing these things and people are actually like sending money and yes. reacting to it. Yes. And, oh, I mean, <sighs> I don't know. Do, do I regret it? Part of me is like, yeah, but no, also, because I think, like, in a sense, like you're saying, the publicity from it, everybody was, like, freaking out in a sense. It was kind of fun being part of something that was, like, so crazy. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was part of Twitch history. But when we talk about how <laughs> the medium is the message and how, like, people 
their their like personalities basically get shaped by the platforms that they use. I mean, you can't think of a better example because here you are, this girl who's like relatively shy and like to herself and everything, and then all of a sudden you're on this platform that rewards you doing the most sexual shit you can do, and then you're in the position where you're like pushing the edge, pushing the line of what you can do on this platform. Like, did you feel like you weren't really being yourself anymore at a certain no. point? And was that hard? Yeah, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard. Honestly, um, a lot of times when I was doing like the hot tub stuff, I know this is like silly, but like, so I would put on this changing bikini screen and I would literally go off stream and I'd cry. Wow. Like it was not good. And I don't think a lot of people realize that because you have to be so strong to actually be like a big streamer. You can't show like one of the things I learned about becoming like famous overnight or whatever is like you can't show that you're sad. You can't show your emotion because people will dip their claws into you and like rip you apart. Mm. Like. I don't know. It, I felt like you almost had to like pretend to not be a human to like be strong. Right. I, as a maybe guys do that all the time, but as a girl, I've never had to learn how to not cry and not. <laughs> right. You're just sort of allowed that as a woman. You're allowed to be sad or cry or whatever, and people don't look at you like you're crazy for it. And then you're doing it online; it's perceived quite differently. Yeah. So like, I I was just like told they were like you can never be like sad online like if like if just try your best never ever like show weakness yeah. and i was like that was one of the things i learned about i guess being famous is like you can't do that which i thought yeah. was weird <laughs> definitely um what was the next ban oh this is the final ban uh the camel toe Oh, yeah. No, so nobody knows about this, actually. Oh. Which is uh, interesting. Um, yeah. I was permanent banned for uh, having... So this is interesting. So we were banned um, with the ASMR licking mic thing, and that was a three-day ban, right? Mm. So um, me and the other popular streamer were banned at the same time for that. And everybody was like, how is it only three days? Everybody, the internet's freaking out, losing it, obviously. They're like, these women need to be burned at the stake. I don't know. <laughs> and then um, three days later, obviously, I'm, I've been walking on eggshells with this whole band stuff. Like, uh, I was already scared. And I was like, okay, well, I only did the ASMR thing because I saw it was clearly fine for other people to do it. So I was, like, following their lead. Oh, and the other weird thing about um, that whole ASMR um, licking thing is three days before we, I got the ban or whatever, um, the other streamer's moderator messages my mod on a burner account and says, by the way, you're going to be banned in three days at this time. Amaranth. Yes. Her mod messaged you and told you No, that. they messaged my mod. Right. From a burner account. And so what, that makes you think that Amaranth set you up or like knew this was going to happen or what? Um, No, I didn't think she set me up. I just think that she had insider information that I did not have access to. Like, how do you know about my band before I know about my band, bro? Right. Like, that's not, I don't know, is that fair? <laughs> I mean, if you're in this world, it would make sense to befriend people who work at the company and stuff. 
I've never really gone that far with it, but you know, I mean, everybody wants to Instagram connect so you can get your account back or whatever. And it's like, it's, that's basically the fucking game of social media. Who, who has the best connections to social networks? Yeah. I didn't get that far. Cause I was only like famous for like three months, <laughs> three months. That was it. Uh, when did you get banned? Um, I don't know. I want to say like May or June this of year, 2021, 2021, right. The last year. Right. So that must. So how did that feel though to have like this huge revenue source taken away from you in the form of Twitch? I mean, there was multiple things about it. Um, how did it feel? I mean, at first I didn't really feel like I was perma banned. I know that sounds weird, but like it didn't really settle in because I was like, how could they perma ban me for having camel toe in my? I was wearing yoga pants similar to this. This right. is what I was wearing. And I cleaned up my act when we were doing ASMR. I did not do licking anymore. I was just like tapping stuff, like mm. scratching stuff like this or whatever. Um, I sent a clip, actually. I found a clip on YouTube. Somebody hi highlighted the video of the day I got banned. And I was like, oh, my God, it's on YouTube, which is hilarious. And um, it's literally me just standing around tapping stuff like a hippie, I guess. Because I probably was tapping stuff for 10 hours by that point, delirious. And um, I was just, it wasn't sexual. And what? I thought it was weird that they were like, it was three days after the yoga stuff. And then they were like, oh, we're permabanning you. You had camel toe. I was like, that, that seems weird. It's weird to ban somebody for just wearing pants that are too tight. Yeah. Yeah. Or having an indented enough vagina. And then I, yeah. And I then don't know. I talked to. What causes camel toe? Well, those pants specifically, uh, it was the TikTok leggings. If any girl, they have a seam in the middle. So a seam in the middle of your pants is going to nest make it a it's little more. Exaggerate. Yeah. Like the these don't have a seam in them. Effect. Right. But, yeah. Um, those ones did have a seam, so it'll probably, you know, seams right up. That's You're just a pretty petite do. woman, and it's kind of hard to achieve the camel toe as a, a smaller woman. No, it isn't actually. <laughs> it's easy for you? <laughs> yeah, it, it is easy. <laughs> okay. I, I would say so. Um, but the interesting thing in this clip um, is in the TOS, it says it has to be intentional, that you're intentionally showing your genitals okay. outline or whatever. And... I wasn't intentional. Actually, my mod midway through stream was like, hey, I noticed you have camel toe. Can you, like, do something about it? So I go to the restroom and I stuff my area, stuff the crack, I guess. And the clip I found is me after stuffing it. And it literally looks like I have, like, a dick because I put toilet paper down there to, like, stuff. But because of that, um, the seam, it moved the toilet paper to the side. So it just looked like I had a, a dick on the side of toilet paper because I was trying to cover it up. Right. And like, obviously, no girl's like, it's bad for business. Here's my camel toe. Well, they are now on Instagram and shit. I know mad porn stars who take photos like purposely having the camel toe because A, people comment about it, and B, it gets them thinking about, oh, I want to look at her OnlyFans. There's oh. a lot, there's a lot of intentional camel toe out there now. I did not know this. Well, that makes another trend you started. No, I don't think that was that was me. But right. um, yeah, definitely just interesting stuff. Uh, and I don't know. I was just thinking about like if this was at a real company, I guess like say I was an employee of a company and I had 
camel toe and they like fired me because of my outfit or something. I feel like that would be like a HR situation. Or Wouldn't something. you think? Yeah. Like, so I was like, there's no way they're perma banning me over camel toe. Um, and even more interesting, another thing that came up that I noticed um, is there's another like very popular hot tubber right now that's like in the same position as me. And she had her six ban and we talked about it actually. And she said her six ban was camel toe same thing and but they didn't perma ban her really yeah she's still perfectly fine on the platform this was recently this was like a month ago so do you have any kind of hope that you might get let back on the platform or is that mostly gone uh it's pretty gone we can go into that though i think right you've made attempts at getting in touch or what yeah i've made attempts of getting in touch i mean i pretty much Every time I try to get in touch, people will go, I'll look into it. And then, like, after, like, two weeks or something, I'll hit them up. They ghost me completely. Or even one week, I'll be like, hey, any updates? And I feel like it's weird that they were, like, so willing to talk before. And then, like, the minute they check into it, they all ghost. Really? And I was like, this is weird, bro. Like, am I on, like, some kind of blacklist? The blacklist, I would think, yeah. But, like, what did I do? Right. I mean, did, did there was there something that I missed that sound like I should be like on the blacklist? <laughs> Especially just because I mean, how many times has Amaranth been banned? Probably a bunch, right? No, she's been banned five times, but I have theories on like I think they actually probably warn her and tell her to change her stuff before they do. Right. That's just what I noticed. But did you ever at any point piss off anyone at Twitch? Do you think that's possible? Only probably her fans. Right. But I never did anything with Twitch people or Twitch staff or any of that. Really? So you you have no sort of lead on what it could be? I mean, my partner manager didn't like me, seemingly so. Like, when it was, like, my third or fourth ban, um, he pretty much told me to go back to the music section and stop hot tubbing or stop what I was doing completely. And I was like, why are other people allowed to do this? Um, and you're telling me I should just go back to music and stop being successful, essentially. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that sucks. But so at one point you announced that you were going to stream on YouTube, right? Yeah, I tried it. Um, but YouTube is just not built for live streaming. Why do you say that? I mean, I went live there. I had like 600 viewers is fine. And at this time, I only had like 40,000 subs on my channel. It was a small channel. I did. I never built YouTube up at all. Mm. Um, you were never one of those people who uploaded clips from your stream? No, I was so new to social media. Like right. I told you, it was overnight fame, overnight money. Like I, I never actually even expected to be at the level I was like, I never expected to be famous. I never expected any of this stuff. Right. So it was really wild just seeing like everything, the internet attack me. And they thought that I was this rebel and instigating on Twitter. They were like, I'd be like, Hey, I'm going to be back in three days. And they take it as she's bragging that she's unbanned in three days. And right. I'm like, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I'm back and <laughs> stuff like, bro. Right. I mean, there was like, a joke tweet I said to Amaranth on like the ear licking. I was like, Oh, it's been like 12 hours of 
days of ear licking, who knows? And like, hey, you want to go to a spa and get our tongues massaged or something? Like, I just made light of it because like it goes back to that you can't show weakness even though you're freaking sad as fuck on the inside. Like, I was so sad when that ban happened. But like, I'm not going to like cry the public and be like, boo-hoo, woe is me. Because people don't feel bad for no people so my girl got her instagram deleted at like four million followers holy yeah definitely screwed her financially to a certain extent you know she's still doing great but it's like you know she kind of stopped growing at a certain point because of that and it's like yeah good luck getting any kind of sympathy out of people because they just do not give a fuck if you're a hot girl who takes her clothes off on the internet no no sympathy they're gonna be like you deserved it yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's terrible. But so what has your life been like since the ban? Or like what what are you putting your energy, your passions into and, and are you plotting on a comeback at some point? Um life after ban. Um Well, right after I got banned, I took a big break. I actually was kind of relieved I got banned. I know that sounded weird because first of all, I didn't think I was permud, but then I was like, thank goodness i don't have to stream like 12 hour days seven days a week like right it was terror like honestly streaming was kind of like hell on earth (laughs) like i don't i think if you're gonna be an influencer be a youtuber guys (laughs) i mean if it's it's like you make a bunch of money and you basically have to torture yourself some people literally in the sense that i have a friend who like did like a prison type stream where he's getting like tased (laughs) and whipped during his sleep and shit they're dumping water on him yeah yeah he's like literally being tortured you're you know you're writing your people's names on you for money i mean it's like not far off from torture it's just kind of like this annoying in a kiddie pool for 12 hours day after day yeah but i mean (laughs) at the end of the day though it's like going to a job is not that dissimilar but also a lot of people get into streaming and social media because they don't want to have a job right yeah and then all of a sudden you end up working 12 hours a day i worked way way more than i guess i did a a normal job but i think because it's for yourself it's okay yeah definitely feels different but it's also way less reliable because they could just yeah you could stream and get no donations and no subs right yeah i guess you still make money off ads and shit but I mean, when you're small, there's no ad money. Yeah. It's not. I think uh, the only way I actually, like, when I made the jump from, like, to be full-time from being small was when I was, I I was working a side job the whole time until I was able to sustain. And I was like, okay, this is what I know I'm making. I can finally quit my side hustle. (laughs) Right. But uh, the OnlyFans money kept coming in. After I got banned, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, OnlyFans was is doing great, actually. I mean, obviously, losing Twitch sucked. That was I was like in denial. I think you know all the seven stages of grief. I had like denial. I was like, they can't ban me over that. I didn't do anything. Like truly, like I just came up with the wrong outfit and my vagina was kind of fat. Okay, like. I just, <laughs> come on guys (laughs) right and but so i was like in denial and then once it like really settled in i was definitely really freaking sad and i was like i don't know um i talked to friends about it that worked at twitch and they were like you have to wait for a band one year to appeal because twitch has like this policy after like six bands you have to wait a year 
At really? Least. So you're still waiting for that? It's been over a year. Oh, and you still haven't been able to appeal? I've appealed, but they actually sent me like a automated. So I sent the appeal. I waited a month for a reply. Just a month. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God, they're not replying. It's been a month. Like they're going to deny me or something. Or they just I don't know. They lost it. Um, and then finally, I get an automated message saying it's been too soon. You were recently banned for your attire or whatever your outfit. And, and the year was not enough. The yeah, well, it didn't say the year was not. It was just like you've been recently banned for your inappropriate outfit or whatever. And I was like, "What? It's been over a year. Twitch has unbanned a lot of questionable people. I mean, there was a girl who even had sex on stream and only got like a seven day ban. Right. There is that guy who stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from multiple streamers in his community. Right. And he didn't even get a ban for that, which. Not even a one day. <laughs> like I could apparently just steal hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that's better than what I did, apparently, according to Twitch. Right. But so, okay. Has it on the OnlyFans, are you still just like posting cute photos or did you start doing nudity and all that? Um, No nudity. Okay. Uh, I still do OnlyFans very consistently. I did kind of have to up my level a little bit, but not too much, obviously. In terms of sexiness? In terms of sexiness, yeah. Just a little extra sexier than I used to be. But I also think I'm glad I waited and I did it when I felt more comfortable with my body. Because when I first started this journey, I was a very shy person and conservative and I didn't even know how to take a sexy selfie. Right. <laughs> like I had to learn how to be sexy, which is kind of a weird thing to think of. Cause I guess guys are like, Oh, don't you just like know how to take like hot nude selfies? Like every girl does that. I'm like, every girl does not do that. A lot of times <laughs> guys don't realize that the girls who look super hot on the internet are girls who've spent their entire life working really hard at looking hot, you know, whether it's working out, makeup learning to take the right kind of photos angles clothes etc it's like i just know a lot of chicks who their whole life is based around them like looking good on the internet and realistically they're not that different than the average fucking girl they just have put a lot of effort into like building up this image you know yeah i i don't meet too many girls or go out too much so <laughs> i don't I'm like, yeah, I guess they are like that. Great. <laughs> it's just a lot you can do. If you give me a very stock woman, there's a lot you can do. You throw some fake boobs on her, you go BBL, you get a nice face of makeup, you get a nice set of wigs. Boom. I mean. Money maker. I'm just saying. you could. There's a lot of people out here doing this. And there's a lot of girls doing it to themselves, really. Yeah. And you do have, like, natural beauties, you know? Yeah. I mean, you seem like you're not terribly aug augmented you never had surgery yeah, yeah, yeah no okay no natural boobs no bbl <laughs> you do kind of have like, these like crazy like anime eyes oh it's the makeup oh the makeup does it yeah yeah, yeah. i'd like draw on my eyelashes and have like crazy mascara and oh, i like I put these like sparkles and <laughs> i'm a total idiot when it comes to makeup so i have no idea it's all anime asian influence makeup okay Interesting. Um, okay. And so then, uh, were you really posting farts on OnlyFans? Um, you went through a fart phase? People were asking for it, which was weird. 
<laughs> you never did it? Um, no, not until recently, actually. You sold one recently. I sold one recently. <laughs> How do you prepare for that? Do you have to like eat protein powder or something? No, I just kind of like never sent it out. And then I was like, wow, today's a gassy day. I was like, it's time to record it. Wow. <laughs> it's finally time. It's very. It's That's not. crazy. I, I, my fart in my whole life. I don't think I ever recorded one. I don't think anybody should. I could never even like prove to someone that I've farted. That's good. I feel like I've almost never done it on video. That's fucked. You would you like to try? I would feel terrible like, trapping <laughs> you in this room with a fucking dank fart. I also don't have to. And it's, I can't. You know, because I knew a girl who would sell farts like in jars. She would fart into jars and then cap it and sell it to the mail. And she uh, she said it made her she made herself sick by eating too much protein powder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The TikTok chick, and she was also on Ninety Day Fiance yeah. or whatever. Her. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and then she yeah. showed herself fart NFTs. Yes, fart jar NFTs. I saw that. She made me a custom one with my name or something. I, I'm sure she made a lot of money off of that. I think there's a market. I'm sure all those guys who invested in them are probably rolling in dough now too. I don't know NFTs. The whole thing blew up. I I was kind of a little low key sad about that for all the people that probably lost a lot of money on. Did you promote that. any? No. Oh okay. Then you're safe. Um, I have a little blood on my hands. Not too much. But uh, <laughs> so what's your life like now? Like what do you do? Oh, what's my life like? Oh, what do I do? Oh, actually, I do have a, well, I had like a little NFT sponsorship once. I forgot about that, though. Okay. <laughs> it was very small. Blood on your hands. It's okay. It's, it's, it was like trading cards for streamers or something. Every yeah. streamer was sponsored by them. Okay. <laughs> Wait, okay. So what do I do now? I'm just retired kind of, but I make OnlyFans content still, and I hang out with my dogs and watch a lot of anime and TV. <laughs> and, um, Are you in a relationship? No. Really? Yeah. Are you just saying that because it's bad for your image? No. Amaranth was hiding her relationship. You saw that? Yeah. You knew she was in one? I did. Mm. I guess my, my girl probably knew too. Or I, I guess a lot of people probably knew. I mean, like I don't, really she really her, I don't hit know. it well because she like, he lived in a separate house and everything. She was like really methodical, but like I knew people who knew her from high school or whatever. And like, they were like, yeah, no. That's just crazy, though, that she, like, comes out with this whole thing, and the guy looks super bad, and then I heard they were back together. Uh, I don't know if that's yeah, verified. I don't know. I don't really keep up too much. Okay, so you're not tapped in. Interesting. Um, okay, but so are you doing, do you do TikTok, or like you, are you doing any kind of, like, social media, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rebuilt, um, after my ban, I've, I'm on on like i rebuilt a new twitter and it's at like 900 it's gonna hit a million next month actually mm -hmm. so i was like i got a million followers without twitch right like i feel pretty awesome about myself right because wait so when you got banned you also got a lot of your social media accounts banned by somebody who owned your original name um that happened yeah <laughs> and you're why are you so nervous about talking about it you're scared that they're gonna sue you more <laughs> no comment. <laughs> wow. But so you had to start over on what? Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all these? Um, no. Or did, were you able to change uh, your name? Had to restart on Instagram, 
Restart on YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, those, I think Snapchat too. Um, yeah. So you got your accounts taken on all of them? Yes. That sounds like it was probably pretty traumatic. Uh, yeah, it was. And, and was it I done maliciously? No comment. Damn. And so they really got you shook, huh? Mm-hmm. No comment. No yeah. comment. No Adam. comment. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, <laughs> but I mean, that is kind of cool though, because it's like, you know, I know a lot of people who kind of like make a lot of money doing social media shit, doing whatever entertainment stuff. Like, like as a rapper, like it's pretty common for a rapper to just like not really do shit for a few months or take a year off, and like, especially if they're really successful, you know, mm-hmm. and just work on their craft or whatever. I've never really allowed myself to do that. And sometimes, you know, as an entertainer or whatever, you feel like if I take six months off, if I take a year off, then people aren't going to still be there when I come back. But, uh, I mean, what's your perspective on it? Do you feel like you want to come back to social media or or in a more involved way? Like, do you want to stream on a different platform at some point? I mean, I've tried. So YouTube has no discovery. So even if you have viewers there, like, I could stream in an hour and YouTube and get two new followers. Yeah. Versus on Twitch, you'll get a thousand if you know if you have like 500 viewers or something i don't know just weak example or like even on tiktok tiktok's a great live streaming platform but the problem is especially for uh sex workers they have a really bad uh, mass reporting problem so even if i go live like with a t-shirt on and like chill they'll all my friends have been banned on TikTok Live, and yeah. they're not even sex workers, just like dudes like you. And they're like, I was on TikTok Live, I just got banned. Right. I don't even know why. Yeah, people get banned all the time. I have I have stuff flagged as like porn on my TikTok right now, yep. and it's literally just like a podcast clip. It's crazy. Yep. So pretty much I would love to be a TikTok live streamer, but they don't really, I feel like, support live streamers and they don't have like a good moderation system at this point in time. Yeah. It's good for discovery. Like when I go on TikTok uh, live, I notice that it's like 90% non followers and like 10% followers, which is pretty amazing because yeah. if I go live on Instagram right now, I'll have a couple thousand people watching, but it'll be almost all my followers, yep. which is like fundamentally massively different. Yeah. Which you want new followers well yeah it's great for growth but then also it feels like if i follow someone and they're a consistent live streamer on tiktok i don't think that tiktok's gonna show me their shit that much unless i actually go and look for it you get noties on your phone you do yeah Yeah. i've never had any notifications for any apps so i miss out on a lot of that it's for the best i'm not letting those motherfuckers harass me all day yeah no especially with your following that's crazy you got more followers than me (laughs) On Twitter, at least. Oh, okay, know. on Twitter. But the other ones, you've got more. So mm, that's fine. Maybe. I've got Twitter cracked, though, I think. So in my free time and boredom, I, like, figured out... I figure out algorithms. I know that sounds really weird. So what works on Twitter? Yeah, I just figured it out, and I was able to grow that account and i grew like two other accounts for my friends to like 300k and like i was i have like two other twitters too just of my own so i have like three twitters for myself but what do you have to do to to grow on there so well it's like the types of photos you post or something that's a lot i can't disperse my secrets i'm gonna look through your feed and try to figure it out okay 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 all right 
But there was also things going on that were broken in the algorithm as well that you can't do anymore, which I had figured out there was things broken. And I was like, wow, if I do this, my post gets like 60,000 likes on it. Really? <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't work anymore. So uh, there was definitely hacks that I just like noticed. And I, I did the same thing on Twitch, actually. So like... I was no, never like getting big numbers so cuz I was a music streamer right I never understood you don't see things the way you do when you have large numbers and you're like wow I have large numbers I can manipulate a platform kind of with my numbers and do this kind of uh, stuff I guess so when I became larger and was in that like 2 to 5000 viewer range I was like oh if I do this this happens if I do that that happens and I started collecting connecting the dots and I was like paying for crazy analytics about Twitch and I was paying like a thousand bucks a month for analytics on everything. Who does this? This is a third party? Yeah. It's not Twitch. No, no, no. It's not Twitch, but they're like selling Twitch's information. (laughs) Like I could like literally see when people were like view botting their streams. I was like, "Mm." like I, I, is that that common? Yes. Sometimes people accuse me of that. I'm like, I'm offended that you think I know how to do that. Yeah, I've seen a lot of interesting stuff through the analytics. And I was like, okay, I see all y'all. I see all of y'all. I'm going to do my thing. And honestly, I felt everything. I don't think what happened to me was by chance. I don't. There was tons of girls that were freaking hot in the hot tubs. There were so many hot girls with huge, big, fake boobies, way bigger than mine, everything, the whole 10 yards. But what I think I was is that I was actually just smarter and the people that I had working with me and helping me and noticing trends like I I had hired people and like a little team around me to help me with everything because like I was streaming so much. So I needed to hire people real fast and be like, okay, you do this, you do that. I it was like an overnight company, essentially. Right. (laughs) And I just I think people don't realize like I was pretty influential and like at least in the hot tub meta stuff in increasing viewers for girls because like at the time I think like the only big girl on the platform was really like Pokimane and she was like above 10,000 but she's she's never done the sexy stuff right no no no. she's an OG you know like she's a gamer yeah yeah yeah. and then um it was only in like even back then like Ammo was like a 2K streamer, you know? Right. So, like, the disparity is so different, right, as compared to now, right? And, like, what I had figured with all the analytics and everything is I was like, oh, this is how you get 10,000 viewers. This is how you get 20,000 viewers. If I do this, this happens. Like, I had everything scienced. And then other girls actually started copying me and, like, getting more viewers they didn't know why they're just like oh if i do what indy's doing it works but they didn't understand the mechanics to everything which i thought was really interesting and i do think if i was back on twitch i would be able to recreate that exact same scenario today Mm. which nobody else has in a sense right i've definitely thought about like hiring girls and just planting them and just having them having like five girls do my bidding and I just don't have to stream anymore I've definitely thought of it but I was like I'm kind of lazy and I don't want to put anybody into the slave labor because sounds like Andrew Tate unethical (laughs) well I mean yeah you could do that you could just be like hanging out and watching tv and just have like five 
rooms all over your house and just have a bunch of well, different... Well, the difference is they would actually keep their income, unlike Andrew Tate expects to keep all their money. <laughs> he thinks that he deserves like 90% of the income, right? I've heard that. I mean, hey, whatever you can negotiate, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, well, I, I would do it ethically, if that makes sense, not take everybody's money and stuff. But I've definitely thought of, like, business things, but I don't know. I just think I wouldn't want to put somebody else through that. There's a lot of girls on um, Instagram who I'm pretty convinced they don't speak English, and they just have some guy running their account and acting like they do, but they're actually, like, a non-English speaker. And what do they do on these accounts? I don't understand. Just look hot and sell OnlyFans subscriptions. Oh. You know, I always wondered if somebody just, like, steals my content. Because, like, you know how we're closed off from Asia? What yeah. if they just steal all my content and they sell it all in Asia? Well, I'm sure there's people pretending to be you I on social you. media everywhere, right? I, I bet you. But I, I bet you, especially there. This oh, yeah. I, I don't know why. I was just like, I think that probably happens. For sure, like, you could walk into a, like, Japanese whorehouse and there's, like, just a picture of you on the wall. <laughs> like, I, I just say that because, like, I've been to Japan and, like, I've been to a bunch of Asian countries and it's, like, I've been to these sort of, like, seedy environments where yeah, you yeah. can get the hand job type shit or whatever. And it's, like, it's fucking weird. You walk in there and there'll just be, like, a wall with, like, 50 fucking girls on it. And it's, like, obviously these are not the actual girls who are here this wall looks like it's been up for like eight years like these girls if they were still here they would not look like this like this is just like there's just a lot of weird shit going on in that whole world have you been to like the weird um like whorehouse things where they have like hundreds of girls and you just like pick which one like candy that you want to like i never actually hit, i never actually went through with banging too many of them I, I had one night where i was in china and i i got a head from two fucking prostitutes at some like lounge that some guy took me to and it was like 50 bucks or something holy shit that's crazy it was weird the maybe we're economists so stupid it's the dumbest thing i ever did but you could pay 50 extra bucks for no condom probably i'm gonna be real <laughs> though like of... that's not really something i want to like i don't want to do that either i'm just gonna i'm just messing with you i don't want her putting her whore dirty ass mouth on my dick either that's gross I'm just trolling. I'm not trying to get burnt, but I'm trolling you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was yeah, sad. I don't know. So what's your dating life like? Oh dating's fun. Yeah? You're on the scene? Yeah. Just hanging out with different guys, meeting people? I like meeting people. I think it's a good way to like get out of my house to be H because <laughs> I don't get out too often. But I also feel like dating is also not fun because you keep meeting people that you don't like vibe with and you're like yeah. How come this is so hard to meet somebody that's exactly like on my level or like, I don't know, just like even liking the same things or it's hard finding somebody that matches you people. There's so many people that are so unique and different. Like, I don't know. It's just hard and you get discouraged. I feel like I go through waves where I'm like dating. No, fuck that, that dating. And then I'll be like back. I don't know. So yeah. I go through waves. Yeah, for sure. One of the most depressing feelings in life that I remember is going on a date with a girl that you think looks pretty hot, whether you met her on Instagram or you kind of met her in a bar and got her number or whatever, and you think you're going to have a good time, and then you get in there and you realize that your personalities just do not vibe at all, and you just don't want to be in this situation at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just have to like sit there and just eat in front of this random person and just try to make small talk. 
Uh, the biggest thing I notice with guys is they don't ever look like their pictures. And I always get sad. Really? Yeah, I'm like, where, where's this catfish nonsense? Or like you said, I guess they look cute. You meet them, and then they're like boring as a doorknob, or they're not smart, and you're just like, my God. Oh, I mean, girls are out here doing that to us, too. I feel it. We're all on high alert. <laughs> and we're still getting tricked. I mean, I'm not because I'm fucking wifed up, but like normal dudes, they're getting, they're getting tricked. But honestly, since the very, very beginning of the internet, I was getting tricked. Really? You're a good-looking guy. I'm surprised. Thanks, but doesn't change the fact that I met up with some 300-pounders off Tinder in my day. Oh, I've heard that happens a lot, actually. And just ordered a bunch of shots and just did it. What? Yeah, I know. My girl hates when I tell those stories. <laughs> I'm shook right now. <laughs> she said She said that she's like, one of the first things you told me when I met you, you just told me this random story about how there was this bar near her house and how you went there and you met up with a girl off Tinder and then she was really fat and then how you got drunk and you f- fucked her anyway. And I'm like, that's how I was living. Yep. Well, you know, it, it's the past. We can't change the past. It's got to move forward. How many dates does a guy got to go on you, with you before you sleep with him? I'm actually a tough cookie. I would say it's probably like 10 dates. Like it's over usually a month. Like they have to be committed to me. Like the only way I sleep with a guy is if he's my boyfriend. Really? Yeah. Like you never let it let a guy get in there before you establish that. No, try to I, it was it. like the way I was raised. Mm. I mean, I have had some hookups, I guess. Okay. Like I have, but like, I think it was like with the intention of knowing that it was that, like maybe I was really depressed and like, I was like, I don't know, single. And I was like, eh, you know, my ex doesn't like me anymore. Stupid. I'm and like, bang this random yeah, guy. I'm just going to revenge bang, I guess. Bang, yeah. <laughs> Like, I think a lot of people probably low-key do that when they're upset and sad or whatever. But, like, normally I'm not really like that. Like, I I date for, like, a real connection and I want something that's long-term. And, like, I think if a girl – I mean, that's not true because some people like to bang. They like to test it out, I guess. But, mm-hmm. like, for me, I think if I just, like, bang somebody off the bat – for me, that would mean that I don't actually really care or for their personality and want something long term. I feel you. But then at the same time, there's been a lot of girls in my life who I, I hung out with like a bunch of times. And then we finally had sex. And it was just like, wow. If we had had sex the first night, I would just already know that they had some mid ass pussy and that I just can't. Live, <laughs> I can't live like this. Really? Wait, there's difference between pussies. Hell yeah. What? There's a vast universe of tightnesses and different wall structures and, trust me, moistness. You know what I do, Don't get me started on moistness. I ask, okay, this is kind of funny. So I won't sleep with a guy, but I might ask for, like, a a dick pic or if I see him in person, I'll be like, can I see, like, your bulge? Can I see what I'm working with, though? I don't want to use it. My bulge will not tell you anything. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Most guys have tidy ass dicks when they're soft. Well, I, I, when they're around me, they they better be hard. <laughs> oh my god! If I'm you ask me for tease. a dick pic, I don't know what I would even say. Like, fuck. I think I ask for more. Like, I don't even want a dick pic. I just want to see like the shape in their boxers. Like when they have a boner, I'll be like, just show me a boxer boner pic. I guess is more like. But what have you I'd ever see, got sent something and you were just like, oh hell no, and you just stopped talking to them? 
No, I don't think it's been that way. It's not that bad? No. I've been with, honestly, okay, so I've been with some guys with small. Okay. I And it's not bad if they know how to use it, actually. Right. Because, okay, I'll tell you the benefit of small dicks. Okay. Which I don't think any girls really talk about. I don't know. Maybe they do. Well, maybe you have a small vagina. Have we considered that? I think I'm you might be average. sized. You might be sized correctly for a small dick. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I have know. that Asian I mean, vagina. No, but for sure. I mean, like, for sure. Asian women have tighter vaginas and Asian guys have t- have smaller dicks. Black guys have bigger dicks on average. Yeah. It yeah, would yeah. stand to reason that yes. black women would have bigger vaginas. I don't know that. I have no idea. True. But it would kind of make sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. If black guys have bigger dicks, black women have to have bigger vaginas. Why? Why? It just has to match up biologically, wouldn't you think? Yeah. I don't know, though. Yeah. I'll leave it to the scientists. But my thoughts on why smaller dicks can be better is because it's so small, the guy can really get pounding there and you'll feel their body force more around your clitoris as a woman. So if he's like, it feels good. Even if somebody's slapping your mind pussy or whatever, that feels good. But what if you got a big one and you're still able to bury it and really be banging away there? That's great too. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I, we, we tried to film this skit, right? Where there was this guy who was like a random fan who was, who banged this porn star in front of us. Right. Like we filmed it and it went terribly. (laughs) <laughs> and he had he was drunk let's not even get into that but like his dick was like four inches and like curved it was like i'm watching this chick who's like a real porn star i'm watching her try to like get down and it's like it's bad like she's trying to ride it it won't stay in because it's so small it's like it's slipping out every five seconds you could tell that she's just like not having a good time at all and i've never like watched anyone with a really small dick fuck like this in real life and i'm just kind of like just standing there just realizing like oh fuck like this is not like there's no way that she could ever be happy with this dude like this dude's gonna have to really lower his standards for women in his life because he's got this measly little cock damn (laughs) it ain't right i feel bad but i mean hey uh yeah yeah that makes sense i never knew how privileged i was to be tall until i had a short roommate and I started to like really hear him say things and I started to realize like how much it kind of fucked with his confidence levels and he felt like girls didn't like him because he was short and stuff. And I started to realize like I've always just had the tall thing. I never had to worry about that. Yeah, no, that's real. I had a roommate who was like 5'1 or 5'2 and she would ha- put on her like Tinder profile like uh, must be six foot and taller. And I was like, you're 5'2. <sighs> What do you mean? Right. You're shorter than me. Like what? <laughs> a five foot five guy is tall to you. Yeah, yeah. And then you're five... insanely selfish for thinking you deserve a six foot five guy. No, no. Then she went out with a guy that was six foot five, and she realized she's like, "This is too tall." <laughs> and I was like, "Where have I been telling you, girl? Right. You just eliminated half, like ninety percent of the dating pool, and you wonder why you're still single." I think my girl's like <laughs> five three, and I'm six three. Five three six. That's cute. I, right. I love I do like a that like you get to bend over and like lord over. I think it's cute. But once you are in a relationship where you have this huge height differential and you see how you kind of look weird in photos, it does make you look at couples who have like a closer height and you realize like, oh, you guys look really good on camera because of the height. Me and my girl don't have that. 
She just wears heels, probably. It's fine. I'm stand next to a box. Stand <laughs> on a box next to me or something. A stack of Aww. phone books. But that's all right. Uh, okay, so what, what should people do if they want to stay in touch with you or keep up with whatever you decide to do next? Oh. Um, Twitter, of course. Twitter. <laughs> I'm Jen Fox Uwu on there, on the big one, the big Twitter. We're going to hit a million. I'm very excited about this. And um, I just started YouTube, but it's more like a ASMR ear licking thing because I'm trying to grow it fast because my goal was if I could get it to like maybe, I don't know, like 100, 200,000, I could probably start live streaming on YouTube because they don't have discovery. So you need to have followers to live stream. So I was like, okay, if Twitch isn't going to forgive me for whatever, I don't really it's fine. I'll regrow. So I'm trying to grow YouTube pretty rapidly mm. and then figure it out from there. I don't know if I really want to do the sexy girl stuff forever because that's not the only thing about me that's cool. Right. Um, but I'm going to do it now at least so I can get to a point where I can just like relax and be cool. You're um, never going full porn star? I don't think so. Um, I just think I'm too shy for that. <laughs> And I think my mom would kill me. <laughs> and That is a real concern. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I'm sure lots of people say that. They're like, my parents. My parents know exactly what I do. My dad, like, he lives with me. I, like, retired him. I was like, okay, dad, you don't have to work anymore. Just move in with me. It's fine. Oh, wow. That's great. And, like, so my parents are, like, really involved and, like, know what I do. And it's, like, very, like family of only fans even though my mom doesn't exactly approve she's like you need to do music and do your thing and i'm i am working on that too also on the side um i gotta just, see how sexy these only fans pictures are they've oh. got they've gotten pretty sexy over the years <laughs> no i mean they're cute <laughs> okay they're cute you're probably like this is rated g for you <laughs> yeah, yeah everything's gonna be rated g to me but so I feel like you're desensitized at this time. I don't know. No butthole, no care. I don't understand this. <laughs> NBHNC. It's like a old uh, motto online. It was basically like people would be leaking girls' nudes, and people would always just comment, no butthole, no care. Wait, people really like butthole? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't get those. I, I mean, you don't get naked online, so I guess you don't. People, I mean, you don't get to hear the explicit, intricate things that people want to see you do. Oh no, they. I mean, they kind of ask. They say, "I want to see your butthole." Yeah. They just know it's probably not going to happen. I guess so. Mm. Maybe they like that dynamic, though. Don't you think life would just be so free and easy and breezy if you just so everyone easy. knew what your butthole looked like? It would be easy because there's so many times I like, so I'll shoot like a video and then I have to edit out my butthole. <laughs> and like, oh, my nipple popped out. I have to like cut the clip. I'm like, ah, it popped out. I don't know. Like, it actually takes a lot of time to edit for modesty. <laughs> That's why I was, uh, you ever play poker? A little bit. I was saying that like playing poker or life, your genitals are like your hand in poker. Where like you're the only one who gets to see your hand. You can show it to somebody else if you want, but it's kind of like that, like with your dick or your, you know, vagina as a woman. It's like even the most famous people in the world, we have no idea what their vaginas look like. That's their poker hand. I never thought of that. We're all just walking around 
looking at our hand, putting it back, and very few people get to see where we're yeah where we're packing. But it's probably good. It's probably good for society. Yeah, but we all just keep this to ourselves. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On another note, um, things are going great for me. I bought my dream house, mm. retired dad. Um, I'm chilling, um, rebuilding everything actually faster than I did when I was on Twitch, uh -huh. which is kind of crazy to me. I never thought I'd be able to do that. Um, so that's, I don't know, things are on the up and up for me and I'm making a lot of money still on OnlyFans. That did not stop when mm. I lost Twitch. If anything, for people who are looking uh, for more freedom from live streaming and Twitch, um, I totally advise like you can quit Twitch and make tons of money on OnlyFans with no Twitch at all, honestly. So amazing. I don't think there's any reason for people to like, slave themselves i mean once you establish yourself you're established mm. you're good for sure thank you so much for your time everybody go subscribe to our youtube channel if you want to see some new content and whatnot uh appreciate you thank you no john Burke, coolest podcast in the world check us out on youtube tiktok patreon instagram etc like comment and subscribe no if you want to support